This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Okay, welcome to the show. It is Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. First off, happy Veterans Day to everyone out there, and we do appreciate all of your service to allow us, your heroism to allow us to be silly each and every day and talk about the playground of life that is absolutely sports. So we start there, but we continue with happy birthday to our very own Chris Cantley over here. With that. What's that? What's that? What's that? First of all, hey, this is we do. It is Canty's birthday. Oh, it is Canty's birthday. Yes, and we, we have the uh, yes. football cookie cake there. Oh, Happy birthday. The football cookie cake. There Boom. we go. Beautiful. Boom. Beautiful. Love that. And uh, on That's behalf gonna... of all of us, you have a lot of things in life, but there are some things that are more important to you than others. That are not materialistic. So okay, here you go. thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. So, thank you. Wait, are you going to open it or not? <laughs> I wasn't going to open it. Do we want him to open it now? Yeah, why not? All right, go ahead. Okay, all right, so it's I'll an envelope, and let's right. see. Here we go. It's because an envelope. You have everything you need. Okay. Hey, a donation to the Chris Canty Foundation. We thought that was kind of the way to go yeah. for you. My dog. From My all dog. of us. I appreciate that. Thank you. We got you. Happy thank birthday, you, CC. So, thank Chris Candy Foundation thank and a cookie cake. I mean, what more does the guy need? I, I, not much more. <laughs> yeah. Not much more. Not give much back more. to others Absolutely. and give him cookies. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, yeah. there you go. I was fishing earlier in the week. I was like, if you're going to waste calories, what is that? A donut, a cookie, you got a me. cake? You got me. And he said a brownie cookie cake, which is hard to find. So, we got a cookie cake with brownies on top. I love so it. Can I, I love it. Can I also ask one question? Can we put that previous graphic up on ESPN2 there? One of those is not him. <laughs> no, no, that's that's not me. That's Eli Manning. But it says happy birthday. That, play, that player has Eli. a slightly different pigment. Slightly different. No, <laughs> it's Eli wishing Canty a happy birthday. Oh, it's Eli wishing me oh. a happy HBD birthday. Canty. Okay, my bad. Technically, right. it's only Eli thinking about Chris Canty's birthday. I'm pretty sure he's not. Pretty <laughs> sure he's not. You never know. Guy. You never know. Yeah. So anyway, well, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank and people, you, thank by you. the way, if you want to wish Canthy a happy birthday, you can call in on the uh, Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It's on college football season without the delicious taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper the ones fans deserve. So we go from something that's so happy to Thursday. <laughs> How do you go from the birth birthdays to the worst days, right? Uh, we weren't sipping champagne last night because we were Thursday. That was a terrible game. Uh, Bears and the Panthers. Okay. The the dream scenario almost happened. Eddie Pinheiro uh, missed the field goal at the end of regulation. We wanted a tie last night. 16-13. Bears beat the Panthers. I hate to do this to CCNI specifically. Do you realize the Bears have more wins than both of our teams? Oh, yeah, that doesn't feel great. The Giants and the Patriots. And they're probably going to have a higher pick than both of our teams because they own Carolina's pick. And after last night's win, they have a 40% chance of having the number one overall pick via the Carolina Panthers. So, yeah, I don't feel great about the outcome <laughs> last night. And I feel worse because I was forced to watch that three-hour pillow fight. I know. And here's the brutal. worst part about it. With Eddie Pinheiro, at least act like you're disappointed when you miss the game-tying field goal at the end of the fourth quarter. He had go that hit, look of like, why'd you the, ask me to do Don't this. hit me with the Kanye shrug, bro. <laughs> like, you have one job, which is to kick field goals. What are you doing? Come on, man. Like, I, I get it. Y'all are offensively challenged. That's putting it kindly. Yeah. But still, 
They gave you an opportunity. You made a 56-yarder a couple of weeks ago. Bro, like, at least be a little disappointed that you didn't make it. Maybe in the back of your mind you knew there was no chance in hell, but at least <laughs> act like you were disappointed. Act like you believe you had a chance. The reaction that I got from him last night, I don't know, that's emblematic of a team that don't look like they're going to win a whole lot more games. Well, that's an understatement, I think. Yeah, but a- after the game that we watched, did you really expect much more of a reaction? I think it was kind of like, okay, it's over for everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, whatever, but we're you done. But you can't have that attitude, though, especially if you're the kicker. I, if you're another skill position player, if you're an offensive or defensive lineman, it's like, okay, here we go again. I'm getting my head beat in. We're not actually having anything tangible that we can have to hold on to for success. But if you're the kicker, you ain't taking the slings and now you ain't taking the lumps and the bumps and the bruises. All you do is kick, bro. That's it. Do your damn job. I'm sorry. Let me ask you a quick question on Bryce Young before we get to the other side with the Bears because we do have to give them credit that they actually won last they night. Did. Do we? Well, well I, I feel like they didn't lose that game. Sure. I, I, more, more so. However you want to phrase it, I guess the Bears had more points than the other team. There you yeah, go. There you that's go. The, that's, that's the best way to put <laughs> so, it. Am I wrong to sit there and say I'm not going to judge Bryce Young yet? I'll judge him in year two? Or is it getting late early already for this? No, it's getting late early, man. It's hard to explain how bad this offense is. And I get it. No LaVisca Chanel, no DJ Shark. You're offensively challenged, right? You don't have your go-to guys. But at the same time, you scored 13 points, and seven of that came on a punt return. Your defense held the opposing team's offense to under 300 total yards and 16 points on the road. You got to find a way to make that stick. You got to find a way to be able to win. Force overtime. And to Bryce Young's credit, he did engineer that 15-play drive. He had a couple of fourth-down conversions to set up the Eddie Pinheiro try. I just wish that Bryce could give us a little bit more. I get that things aren't ideal around him, but that's why you're the number one pick. And I can't help but watch that game through the lens of they took him over C.J. Stroud, who we just saw throw 470 yards, five touchdowns, and no picks. Only six quarterbacks in NFL history have done that, and he's one of them. The other five likely going to be in the Hall of Fame if they're not already in the Hall of Fame. So I guess that's the lens that I'm viewing Bryce Young through, but then also keeping in mind that the Carolina Panthers owe the other team that was on the field last night their first-round pick, which is likely going to be the number one overall pick. So now it's not only comparing Bryce Young to C.J. Stroud, but it's also comparing Bryce Young to Caleb Williams and Drake May. And what's the likelihood that Bryce Young's career arc is going to be better or higher than all three of those quarterbacks? based on what we've already seen now from C.J. Stroud and what we've seen in the college ranks from Williams and May. It doesn't feel great right now, and so it's hard to say that the Carolina Panthers didn't miss on this, even though it is a really small sample size of Bryce. So that takes us to the Bears, who traded out of that pick, obviously. They have Justin Fields. He hasn't been playing because of injury. Tyson Bajan is fine at best. He ain't the future of this team. No. Like there were some people kind of spinning it like, oh, did they find the next Brock no. Purdy? And no. He, and he missed some wide open reads, yeah, too. There was one in the second quarter. Tyler Scott is running scot-free down the middle of the field. All he has to do is throw it out there. It's a touchdown. He doesn't even see him. Yeah. Doesn't even see him, Smalls. Like, it was, it was, yeah, Ty- 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 Tyson Bajan. Uh, There's people uh, trying to say that they may have uh, found their quarterback uh, of the future. No, 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 no. Before Bajan? he played a snap. No. Oh, not okay. since no, he's no. played. I was like, who are they? No, no, no. Before <laughs> this season, he, he was... might be their backup quarterback there of the future. Yeah, all right, that's well, that's true. fair. Yeah, that, so who's, who's their starting quarterback of the future? It's whoever they draft. But their current starter, who's hurt, Justin Fields. It's interesting because would somebody want him as a reclamation project? Chris Carlin, Carlin versus Joe Noonan took three Eastern time, the better half of that show, um, discussed <laughs> that yesterday on his show. I still think there is more than enough left there with this guy 
that has not been ironed out to determine if he's not the guy. I think there's too much talent there to ignore. If the Bears are moving on and I'm a team that is not in an advantageous position to draft a quarterback right now, I am absolutely going and doing something like that. Okay, so he would be a reclamation project. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to figure out who the number one pick in the reclamation quarterback draft is because Justin Fields is on that list. Hold on, before we do that, I do want to say this. In watching that game and now with the odds being what they are for the Bears to get the number one overall pick, Justin Fields shouldn't take any more snaps for the Chicago Bears. I think he will, though. But, but, but why? He shouldn't. That, 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 They're going to no, try to increase that, his value, but, but it won't but work. You, but you can't. You yeah. can't increase his value. Not what, what they, Justin Fields should not play for the Chicago Bears. The last thing you want to do is further devalue this kid. And I said this months ago, and people thought I was crazy. I said you should trade him after the Thursday night game against the Washington Commanders because his value wouldn't be higher. People said, oh, no, let's see what he can do. It's a it's a you know, a, a three-month audition to see if he's the quarterback. of the No, he ain't. He ain't the quarterback of the future because he's in year three, and we keep asking the question, is he the quarterback of the future? Should the Bears draft the quarterback at the top of 2024? If we keep asking the question, eventually we're going to land on the answer being no. And obviously now, with you having a 40% chance to get the number one overall pick, there is nothing that Justin Fields can show you that can justify the opportunity cost of passing on yet another class of quarterbacks. So sit Justin Fields down, put him in bubble wrap, and wait to the offseason and trade them away for a second-round pick if you can get that. That has to be the mentality. Why on God's green earth would you put him out there? What do you need to see? The teams that are going to be bullish on Justin Fields, they don't need any more tape. A team that's interested in trading for Justin Fields in the offseason, or, they don't need to see more of Justin Fields during the 2023 regular season. So why would you put him out there? when it does nothing to serve your interest moving forward. Well, I, I, I hear you. For some reason, I think they're, the way that Matt Eberflus, the head coach, was speaking last night after the game, I think they're going to actually play him, and I think they may play him in their next game is what my guess is. So here we go. Quarterback reclamation draft. You have one pick, right? You're a franchise. You need a quarterback, and you can only take someone that would be deemed a reclamation project. I have the list. Tell me if you want anybody off the list, and then you'll give us your picks here. Okay. So I have Justin Fields. I'm going to put Jordan Love on that list right now. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm going to put Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, Ryan Tannehill, Russell Wilson, Jimmy G, Daniel Jones, Desmond Ritter, Jameis Winston. I'll still put Baker Mayfield on there. Kyler Murray. The last one I had was Matthew Stafford, but probably not fair because if he's healthy enough to play, he'll play for the Rams. And if he's not, he's probably going to retire. So you know what? I'm going to take him off the list. So there's the list. I may be forgetting somebody, but you guys have the number one pick in the Reclamation Project draft. Who are you taking? I got to go with Kyler Murray. I've got to go with Kyler Murray. Are you going Kyler Murray too? I was going to. So then let's take him off the board. Okay. Let's okay. take him off the board then. Then, he, he then he's seems, no longer a reclamation project. He seems like the best one out of he's, the bunch. No doubt. So he's a continuation project. Yeah. He's coming off injury. We've we've seen him have success in the past. He it, when when Wright can be an explosive playmaker, I, I would absolutely go Kyler first. Yeah. So what's the answer then? I mean, the Seven. guy had, the guy had thirty seven touchdowns in twenty twenty. So then take him off the board. Yeah, I mean, then he's not a reclamation. 26 passing touchdowns, 11, 11 rushing touchdowns. Yeah. That's, that's pretty damn good, Small. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. I think the independent study clause, yeah. you know, should yeah. put him in a different light. So the guy in the group that I would want to take, but I'd be afraid because of injuries, but who's had success in different locations is Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, so Jimmy G is yours. Ooh. First pick, first pick non-Kyler reclamation project draft at the quarterback position. Oh, my gosh. Um... 
You know what? The talent of Justin Fields is so intoxicating. I, I, w- I would go Justin Fields, but here's the thing. I don't go into the situation with Justin Fields as my QB1 without competition. There's going to be somebody else there. And it might be one of those other quarterbacks. It could be a Ryan Tannehill. It could be a day. Yeah, get two like, of them. Yeah, I'm going to have a couple of options, and those guys are going to compete. Similar to what the Seattle Seahawks did two years ago with Drew Locke and Geno Smith. Uh-huh. They didn't just hand the, ga- hand the ball to Geno and say, you're our guy. I'm going to bring in a couple of reclamation progress, uh, projects, let those guys compete in training camp and in the preseason, and then make a determination on who my starter is going to be. But I guess that's the position that all those guys have played themselves in or found themselves in. You're going to have to compete for your career mortality as a starting quarterback in this league. And I think this is an easy one. I'd go Russell Wilson. I mean, I think he's been better than people give him credit for. So I will go Russell Wilson. And I'm not so sure that Denver's going to let him walk out the door. I think Denver could draft the quarterback and keep him there. If they could let him walk out of the door based on the contract, they would. I will take him. I think Sean Payton would pack his bag. I will take him then. I'll drive you wherever you want to go, dog. 888-ESPN. 888-729-3776. You can be part of Unsportsmanlike Nation. Dr. Pepper call in line. You could draft one quarterback for next year that's a reclamation project. Who are you taking? Plus, could a Harbaugh decision come today? But first, the birthday boy has this from Granger. Oh, yes, for the ones who get it done. Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It is Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Hello, Michelle Smallman, the birthday boy, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. 
And we are proud to recognize that it is Veterans Week here at ESPN. We honor all military personnel who are actively serving, veterans who have served, and those who make the ultimate and made the ultimate sacrifice. Many of our ESPN colleagues are those very brave people who have served in the U.S. Armed Forces as a commitment to empowering those who have served our country. We want to make sure that military personnel and military spouses everywhere are aware of ESPN's continued support of disabled American veterans. It's the DAV Career Fairs, which connect veterans and spouses with employers nationwide who are committed to hiring them. ESPN support of the career affairs has engaged nearly 7,900 veterans and spouses, resulting in 2,900 interviews being conducted at 960 job offers made. To learn more, visit DAV.org. That's DAV.org. All right, much less important than that, obviously, is what's going on in sports, and specifically with this Michigan situation, which every single day takes a twist and a turn. So the latest is we still could see something happen today, But today, as I just mentioned, is Veterans Day. Now, why would that play any factor into what's going on with Michigan? Pete Thamel, ESPN senior writer for college football, will tell you why. If Jim Harbaugh is suspended by the Big Ten, uh, sources have told ESPN that the seeds have been planted, and you've seen them in the letter that Michigan released uh, yesterday, for some type of legal action. The uh, the term that will be quickly thrown around is TRO. That's a temporary restraining order. They would essentially get an injunction for Jim Harbaugh to potentially coach on Saturday if legal action does come Friday. Uh, my colleague Dan Murphy just mentioned tomorrow is a federal court holiday in the state of Michigan, so Sources have told me that there are ways to still get a TRO even if the court is off. There's ways to, to, to get judges in the courtroom, and there would be a way for this hearing to be had if indeed the Big Ten does come down tomorrow and decide to suspend Jim Harbaugh. Okay, that is a twist I did not see coming. That basically, do they wait till today because it's harder for Michigan to get the temporary restraining order because the courts are closed? This is where we're at with this story. Wow. Now, Dan Murphy, ESPN reporter for college football, mm. was on with Scott Van Pelt last night on SportsCenter on ESPN and had this to say about if the suspension and penalties come from Michigan, what Michigan's going to do. They've been collecting a lot of receipts here in Ann Arbor since these first allegations first came up, and I think they are convinced that Michigan isn't the only one who may have been uh, skirting the rules a bit to perhaps, perhaps steal some signs. I know I talked to one source up here who told me, yeah, man, we are not bringing a knife to a gunfight here. They've, they've brought in some really high-powered, very expensive lawyers to try to fight against this. And I think we've seen some of that start to spill out already with the allegations earlier this week that Purdue may have been getting some help from Ohio State and Rutgers with, with Michigan signals earlier. And uh, I would think that sounds like a lot of people in Michigan believe they may have more where that came from if, if uh, suspension does come down. Okay, well, this has gone to a different place than we anticipated here. So, so they're just going scorched earth. If we're going down, we're taking everybody with us. Here's the problem with that approach. It still doesn't absolve you of what you did. And, and that's the thing that I think people have to wrap their minds around. Like, as much as I've been here defending the process and allowing everything to run its course as far as the investigation goes before punishment is levied, there was still some wrongdoing on the behalf of the Michigan Wolverines football program. We we have the the pictures of Connor Stallions dressed in Central Michigan gear doing advanced scouting against Michigan State, and he's on the sideline for Central Michigan. 
That is that is overstepping to say the least. There were lines that were crossed. There were rules that were broken. We just have to find out the extent of the scheme in order to know exactly what the punishment should be. I think that's the only way that you can feel justified in whatever disciplinary action that you take. But that takes time to do all of that fact-finding and to do all of that research. And that's what I've been advocating for in this whole situation. I'm not sitting here trying to defend Jim Harbaugh and trying to defend Michigan. I will say that sign stealing is more prevalent, more pervasive than people actually think it is. But to sit here and point the finger at everybody else doesn't change the fact that you broke the rules and you went to greater lakes to steal signs than anybody else in college football. But the, they're realizing, though, that this is a business and that if they do point the finger at other people in the Big Ten and start to take everyone down with them, including other powers like Ohio State, that maybe the Big Ten doesn't want to go down that road because it's not beneficial for them to have all of these programs within their conference accused of this and or be found guilty of this. And I just keep looking at it through this lens. Which is the more treacherous road for the Big Ten to go down? To upset Michigan give them a, a heavy punishment, and by doing that, you're going to, as we just heard there, uh, have high-powered lawyers involved, mm-hmm. 11 lawmakers that are ready to go yep. to back them up, and this could be a long, drawn-out legal process, or you upset the rest of the Big Ten, who have been bang- all these coaches have been banging the table saying Jim Harbaugh in Michigan needs to be held responsible for this. I think it's less treacherous to go down that road because of the fact that other schools and other programs may have been engaging in some similar behavior. So if they go and they really bring the hammer down on Michigan, they're going to use every possible avenue that they can to find out if any other school in the Big Ten has been doing something similar. And it could really cause a big ripple effect. Well, Michigan is trying to take that question away by equating themselves to everybody else, that there is no Michigan versus everybody else, is that if you're going to come down on us for something, it's all of us on this. So do you guys think he's going to coach tomorrow? Yes. You think Jim yeah. Harbaugh will yeah. be yeah. coach tomorrow? I think he's yes. going to coach tomorrow, yeah. Because the way that Pete Thamel made it seem is that, like, hey, maybe possibly if that suspension comes down today, it's harder to fight, and they guarantee themselves one game because they can't get to the courts till Monday because it's a federal holiday. Which, again, I cannot believe the federal holiday part of this is now factoring into the temporary restraining order. Man, they're getting on a plane to go to Happy Valley today. What I the know. Hell are we talking about the, the level of cowardice that would be displayed if Tony Petiti decided to do that is absolutely absolutely egregious because so the window is closed they the window do is closed yeah, i'm not gonna i'm game. not gonna suspend the head coach the day before the game if this was something that was going to be done to take him off the field for the penn state game then it would have been done earlier in the week to wait till friday on a federal holiday and and to try to bury it in the friday news dump at the end of the afternoon like no that if, if this is something that you're going to do stand on it i heard greeny talking about this yesterday if you're trying to send a message about cleaning up sign stealing in the big 10 and and Michigan being the biggest culprit around that, then send the damn message. Don't try to hide the message in the Friday afternoon news dump yeah. so nobody else is paying attention to it because we're going into a holiday weekend. Don't do that. Send the message. This is a high-profile scandal that's happening right now. No matter what you do, people are going to judge you for it. And the one thing that you have to take solace in if you're Tony Petiti is that you'll never be able to make everybody happy. So go ahead and make the decision that you deem to be the right one. And in this instance, I, I, I just can't see it being taking disciplinary action before the NCAA investigation runs its course. And in my opinion, 
before or excuse me, after a really big game where all these eyeballs are going to be on Michigan and Penn State. It's the first time they're playing a ranked opponent. Everybody is upset or has a really strong opinion about this. At the end of the day, they're a business. He's a television executive. He yeah. knows it's better for them if Jim Harbaugh is on the sidelines for this game. Everything you guys saying are saying is right, in my opinion. But until I see him on the sidelines, I'm still going to think there's a chance he gets suspended for tomorrow. This whole thing about Veterans Day and the court, courts being closed has thrown me for a loop. I'm like, well, I did not see that part of this coming, and I didn't know that the strategy was that deep, if it is even that deep. Now, the Big Ten may sit there and say, what the heck are we talking about? That's not in our thought process at all. But until I see him on the sidelines tomorrow, I still think there's a chance he actually gets suspended. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Dr. Pepper call in line. Two things for you guys to weigh in on. Are you in that Harbaugh is going to be coaching? Is Harbaugh going to be coaching tomorrow against Penn State? And who's the number one pick in the QB reclamation project? We'll get your phone calls in on that. Plus, can there be a revival of some rivalries around football? We will get to all that. But first, CC has this from O-O-O-O-Reilly. Where you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a click away. They offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online at O'ReillyAuto.com and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. You can also have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Get your order fast with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com today. O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And we have two topics for you guys to weigh in on right now on the Unsportsmanlike Nation and the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Quarterback reclamation projects, right? We talk about the fact that the Bears last night won. They beat the Panthers. You got Justin Fields in the sidelines. CC has said, that's it. It's over. He should not play another snap for them. Not that he should not play another snap for someone else. He should not play another snap for them because last night's win puts Carolina in the driver's seat, basically, for the number one overall pick, which means Chicago gets it. So who would be number one in that quarterback reclamation draft for you? And will Harbaugh coach tomorrow? 
all kinds of conversation about whether or not he will be suspended uh, tomorrow against Penn State. Michael in Ohio on the ESPN app joins us on Unsportsmanlike. What's up, Michael? Good morning, everybody. Morning. Thanks for having me on. Um, So the last two days I've been listening to what amounts to Michigan talking points on the airwaves, and it's kind of gotten on my last nerve. Um, There's things that you guys know that I think you're failing to mention, which is Ohio State won 17 of the prior 19 meetings against Michigan. So you have this motivation within every Michigan man to win this game. Um, Then you have, we have evidence of them cheating. The guy on the sidelines dressed up as an opposing, uh, a, a future opponent's coach. You have cheaters now saying they have evidence against Ohio State, which you guys are alluding to every day, which you don't have any evidence Ohio State cheated. So it just seems like we shouldn't believe anything these cheaters say until they actually show us the evidence. But Michael, so Michael, Michael just, for clar- just for clarification purposes, so we have three people on this on this show that are not Michigan fans nor Ohio State fans just observing this and giving opinions and having conversation on this. And you're saying it's Michigan talking points. That's fine if you want to take it that way. Let's just be clear. You have Ohio State talking points, correct? Obviously. Okay. But- All right. I just, <laughs> want to, I just want to be clear as to the talking point nature of this, right? So, like, I'm literally wearing a Wisconsin shirt on the air right exactly. now. So I don't have I, no Michigan. dog in the fight. No. I do, but it's not. My dog is not in the fight. That's no, my right. point. No, yeah. Same. I went yeah. to Illinois. Yeah. Couldn't care less. Right. So the reality is, what we have done, and thanks for the phone call, led by CC initially on this, is: Are we really going to suspend without all facts? And by the way, and penalize out all facts. And that goes for Ohio State, too. I don't believe anything should happen in Ohio State because no. we don't know what the heck happened there either. Yeah, but, he, but, I guess, but I guess the broader point is that everybody is engaged on some level of sign stealing. Like, nobody's hands are completely clean. Now, because Michigan took it to such lengths to go as far as to have a representative of the program in Connor Stallions on the sidelines in central Michigan gear – advanced scouting Michigan State, that that's a bridge too far, and everybody's acknowledging that. But we still don't know all of the, the, the wrongdoing that Connor Stallion engaged in to gather the information for UM to try to give them a competitive advantage. And until we get all of the information, we can't come up with the appropriate punishment. You know that phrase, punishment fits the crime? Well, hell, we don't know all the crimes, so we can't levy the punishment. And I guess that's the thing that we've been arguing for is just due process. Let the NCAA investigation play out, and by virtue of the time that it takes, Jim Harbaugh will still be allowed to coach the Michigan team this year. Yep. That's all we're saying. Yeah. And I, But I still believe they could penalize, and I'm not saying it would be right to penalize. I just think they could penalize. Well, if you, yeah, here's the thing. The penalty doesn't have to be suspending him right now. Right. You could, you could decide, you know what, we have enough evidence to do something and find the hell out of Jim Harbaugh. Yes. Half a million dollar fine to him, three or four million dollar fine to the program. That sends a message that we're doing something and you leave it open-ended to potentially suspend him in the future, all the while you maintain the possibility of having two teams in the college football playoff from the Big Ten. And that's the whole goal of this thing. This is a very fragile time for the conference because of expansion. You got Washington, you got Oregon, you got USC, UCLA, poised to join the Big Ten next year. You need all the positive publicity that you can... If you can think about it that way, though, 
Washington's a future Big Ten with Michigan. But, you know I, but I, mean? I guess, That's but, but, but I guess my point is, you you, you want all the positive publicity right. around right. this because of such an important because it's such an important time for the conference. Yeah. And Michigan is your best chance to win a national title. I know Ohio State fans don't want to hear it. Michigan is a better football team than you. Yeah, they have a better chance. Yeah. But is finding them really a punishment? It sends a message, sure. But is it really a punishment? With the way money's throwing around, being thrown around at these programs, including Michigan, is that really going to send a message it, 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 to Jim some, it, no, no, but it's something. It sends a message to everybody else. It gets the wolves off the door, right? Like you're trying, to, you're trying to appease the other member schools of the Big Ten, but you also don't want to miss the forest through the trees because you recognize how important Michigan is to the overall success of the conference. So I'm going to do something which is punishing Jim Harbaugh by finding the hell out of him, uh-huh. and I'm going to find the hell out of the school, and then I'm going to leave the door open for future discipline in the way of suspensions for games. I can do that. I can I can do the punishment now with the fine, and I can punish him with the games next season. I think that maintains the possibility of this team actually winning a national title. I don't think Michigan is going to win a national title without Jim Harbaugh coaching in the college football playoff. I just don't see that happening. Coaching actually matters. And Jim Harbaugh is one of the very best coaches in entire college football landscape. Taking him off the sideline will be material in terms of this team winning a championship or not winning a championship. So if I'm Tony Petiti, I hesitate to make that step before the NCAA concludes their investigation on sign stealing. Uh, Maurice in Kansas listening on 98.3 FM in Kansas. What's up, Maurice? Hey, top of the morning to y'all. First of all, happy birthday to that young man in there. Chris hey, Canty. appreciate it, Mo. Um, appreciate you. Yep, yep, yep. I got two things, real, well, three things, really. Uh, first off, I wanted to throw out another name for y'all quarterback conversation because even though I'm a Raider fan and I believe silver and black, I was thinking if we looking at Justin Fields the way you saying, then you also got to say Trey Lance really ain't had a chance to do nothing neither. Mm. So why he ain't on that? Well, I think the difference um, between those two, and we'll let you finish your points here. The difference between those two is Justin Fields, while it may not be a successful body of work, has a body of work. Trey Lance doesn't have a body of work. He's played in like two games, basically, it feels like. So I think that's why, probably why we left him off that initial list. But that's great that you drafted him. So he's your reclamation project. Go ahead. I, I'd give him a shot. All right, secondly, um, with the uh, Jim Harbaugh thing, I, I hope they don't do that because even though I'm not a big fan of watching college football, I am a parent, you know, I got five children and, you know, and plus I'm from Oakland, California. So, you know, we stand 10 toes down and you got to stand on what you're doing. So if they do some sneaky stuff like y'all was saying to try to do it just so that they can get a suspension out of it, then you're going to lose all the integrity and respect that you already supposed to be trying to build up on. Now, the third thing that I was going to say is because I'm a Raider fan and I do like the guy that's in there now, now that we got booted them old Patriot infiltrators out of our building, um, (laughs) I'm hoping that the NCAA does something so crazy and ludicrous that Jim Harbaugh gets up out of there and then he comes to that silver and black because, you know, it's 31 teams in the NFL and then there's the Raiders. So he needs to come to <laughs> silver and black and make it happen. <laughs> Thank you for the call. I, yeah, I, don't, I, love I, I really do believe love Antonio it. Pierce can have a legit shot at this job. I, yeah. re- I really yeah. do. So Harbaugh to the Raiders feels less and less likely as it does Harbaugh to the Bears or Harbaugh to the Chargers. That's where I keep going in my head. For the Maybe to Washington. But, but here's the point, though. His name is going to be circulated because of what's going on right now. Yeah, and this like, is not going like, to turn he's, all, he's been a part no. of conversations around the National Football League every single hiring cycle for the last two or three years. So I, it just feels like this could be something if Tony Petiti and the Big Ten are too heavy-handed. 
you could drive one of the best coaches, not just in your conference, in all of college football to the NFL ranks. And that's not where you want the Michigan program to be. A reminder, tune in tomorrow for college football action. Georgia Ole Miss, presented by Dr. Pepper. Coverage begins 6.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Coming up, we will go four downs, brought to you by Geico, next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. What's What's up? This is Four Downs. First down. It is Four Downs brought to you by Geico. Insurance can be hard. That's why Geico makes it easy with 24-7 claims, service, and on-the-go policy info in the app. It's easy to Geico. Smalls has four questions, four downs. For CC and I, there's a little underdog theme to yeah, this today. Yeah. Smalls, what do you have for All us? All right, as you said, four downs today. We're going to look at four different matchups. There, these matchups include a three point or more dog. You're going to tell me if they cover or not. First down, 49ers at Jacksonville. Jacksonville is a three point dog against San Francisco. Do they cover or no? Nah, because if it's close, that means Jacksonville's going to win this game because when do we see the 49ers win close games? It just doesn't happen. Only one fourth-quarter game-winning drive from Brock Purdy in his 17, play, his 17 starts in the National Football League. Trevor Lawrence has had two fourth-quarter game-winning drives this season alone. So I just I, – I, I can't get out of my mind – 27 to nothing in the wild card round. Jacksonville found themselves down to the charges and then mounted that comeback. If it's a close ball game, then that means that Jacksonville is going to be on the winning side of it. So, I, I, I mean, I, I don't think so. I, I think this is a must-win spot for the 49ers. They've lost three in a row. So, no, nah, the Jags don't cover. Okay. I think the Jaguars are awesome. I think they could find themselves somehow in the Super Bowl. I don't think that they are going to win this game this weekend I, because part of me has to then project San Francisco to lose four games in a row. That is off of a bye. Yeah. That is really hard for me to do, so I'm taking the Niners in this one. I hope my son is not awake yet because he's a big Jaguars fan. He's going to be mad at me. Second down. Second down. Let's swing it over to Texans at Bengals. Houston is a a six-and-a-half-point dog against Cincinnati. Do they cover or no? No, I don't think so. I mean, Lou Anarumo's defense, the defensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals, he's going to confuse C.J. Stroud, and he's got that tape from last week against the Bucks on a loop with the Texans' offense did. 470 yards, five touchdowns, no picks. It won't be such a clean game for C.J. Stroud. And by virtue of the scoreboard, I think Joe Burrow is going to make the Texans' offense one-dimensional. And if you allow Lou Anarumo in that front to be able to tee off on C.J. Stroud because they're forced to pass the ball every now and to get back in the game, 
it's going to be a long game for them. So, no, I don't think the Texans cover. Yeah, I agree with you. And I am high on C.J. Stroud. I think there's a lot of buzz now that if he wins this weekend, then all of a sudden you put him into the MVP conversation. Yep. I just don't see it happening. I think Cincinnati is as good as you're making them out to be, Smalls, and they're really damn good. Thank you. I'm glad you finally come around. I haven't fought you on that. It's been someone wow. else that has. Wow. the birthday boy. Speaking of finger pointing. <laughs> They're down. Third down. Good matchup. Browns at Ravens. Cleveland is a six and a half point dog against Baltimore. Do they cover or no? I don't want to say it. Uh-oh. I don't want to say it. Yeah. Yeah. The Browns cover. You think so? The Browns cover. I, I, it's not going to look like it did last time because guess what? DTR ain't the starting quarterback. The Ravens defense ain't going to be gifted four turnovers and a couple of them in plus territory to their offensive point-blank range. And this Browns defense, say what you want, they allowed less than 200 total yards against that Ravens offense the first go-round a few weeks ago. So, yeah, I actually think the Browns cover. They keep it closer than the, expectation, the experts expect. I'll take the Browns plus six and a half. I agree, and I have a little bit of a different, maybe it's similar spin, but I just want to ask a question on this. Could you see this potentially being the game for Deshaun Watson that eliminates everything that's happened up until this point for him with the Browns? You like think if one he, game could do if, that? If he's awesome this weekend and he puts up video game type numbers, which he's never done with Cleveland, and they beat Baltimore, are we really going to think about all the drama the, up until this point in the Cleveland Browns uniform? On-field drama, not off-field drama. Yeah. On-field drama. It would be a big win for him, a, a big statement win. But I think you're going to need to see a, a string of that, a string of wins like that for people to really be on board with him. I think it this eliminates be a, hell of a, a lot. This would be a hell of a start, though. Yeah, this is the number would, one scoring but... defense in the league, and they've been really good going back to the middle of last year. This is the game that you trade for Deshaun Watson type of quarterback for. Like, this is why, like, we got Deshaun Watson because we got to go head-to-head with Joe Burrow. We got to go head-to-head with Lamar Jackson. We got to deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers. You you traded for Deshaun for games like this. If he could actually come through in this spot and quarterback his way to a, to a team win, then, yeah, I, I think it goes a long ways to – you know, getting rid of all of the bad vibes that have been around that situation for the last year and a half. Let me let me just flip it the other way, though, for a second. I know what I, what we just said. Like, I, I could see it happening that way. What if it doesn't? What if he's same old Deshaun that we've seen for the last year plus here in Cleveland, and he has a stinker, and the Ravens do to the Browns what they've done to Seattle and Detroit previously here in big games, and they just pummel them? We're, we're on the verge of writing this guy off then. Because now we don't have faith of, in him in small games or big games. That's a problem for him. Not great. No. Not great, but there's nothing that can be done about it. So Correct. <laughs> so they're stuck with him either way. Either way. Seems like it. Yeah. yeah. Either way. All right, last one. Fourth down. Giants at Cowboys. New York is a 17-point dog against Dallas. Do they cover or nah? No. <laughs> oh, my God. A I'm going to say no. Oh, my God. And I'll, also, I'll give you no plus Matt Barkley gets in this game. That, that might be true. Here's what I'm – you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And this is a hard overhead pick. Yes, the Giants cover. Give me the Giants plus 17. I'm doing it. Okay. I'm doing it. And I know so it feels like I'm – uh, It might be 16. <laughs> but I'm a glutton for punishment. But 17 points is a lot of damn points it's in the NFL. Points, points. And if we're talking about it now, best believe they're talking about it in the locker room. You're a 
15-point dog. That's a three-possession game. No way in hell can the Giants go out there and not cover this game, especially how they got their doors blown off in the regular season opener. I get it. Tommy DeVito's the quarterback. They don't trust him to throw the football. But I I just got to believe with Saquon Barkley and the way that that Giants team is capable of playing defense, they'll find a way to muck up the game against the Dallas Cowboys and keep it closer than the experts think. I just I, I can't roll with – the, the Giants not being able to cover a 17-point spread. That's a lot of points in the NFL. Four downs brought to you by Geico, the underdog edition, the would-you-actually-take-the-points edition of uh, four downs Ooh. here on Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Tommy DeVito, Radio. though. Tommy DeVito? Tommy DeVito's Yeah, that's balls? your guy. That's your guy. What All right, let's go back to the Dr. Game? Pepper call-in uh, line here. 888-SAY-ESPN. He's a big-game quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, people want to still weigh in on Harbaugh. Christine. <laughs> the games haven't been big enough. Christine exactly in, right. in Minnesota on ESPN2. What's up, Christine? Hey there. I had an idea. Um, you can go ahead and find Harbaugh, but a booster will probably pay that off. You somehow still have to punish the program, but not this year and not too severely. What about capping the amount of transfer portal students for the next year or two? That's interesting. I, how do you do that, though? I mean, there's no rules. And I understand it's the NCAA. They can do whatever the heck they want to do, basically. No, it, it wouldn't be capping the transfer portal. What it would be is taking away scholarships. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to go with that type of punishment, I'm sure that's something that you can do. But, again, we're talking about kicking the can down the road. That affects the future team. That doesn't affect this year's team. And I think that has to be the mentality for Tony Petiti because you have too big of an opportunity for the conference by way of Michigan and Ohio State potentially being in the college football playoff. And that's where I think the other member institutions will go nuts because they're not going to care if Matt Campbell at Michigan coming over from Iowa State loses scholarship and has a postseason ban three years from now. Like, that's not going to satisfy the rest of the conference. Not at all. But if there's not enough evidence to do something now, what do you want you, them you, to do? You can't go with the mob mentality either. Like, you, just because you're upset and you're outraged doesn't mean that I have to react right now without due process. And that's the biggest issue with what's happening in the Big Ten and them considering disciplining Harbaugh. Could there be a Super Bowl preview coming up this weekend? We'll get to that next on Sportsmanlike ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. The ESPN app and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.